Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is Dan Kapersky, and we have our two wonderful, awesome co-hosts with us. I'm Blake, the Andy Sandberg expert. I'm Randall, just a guy who likes movies and beer. Yay. Yay. So thank you for joining us. This is Movie to Beer, and we are discussing the film Palm Springs, which uh, was a recommendation by one of our co-hosts. He it's really Sa- wanted to watch it. It's the Andy Sandberg expert, because Andy Sandberg's in it. He, he does a good job in it, but mm-hmm. yeah. And, and we actually had a number of different beers and a hard kombucha. Kombucha. I don't even know how to say the word right. Kombucha. 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 Ooh, that's yes. going to be my next tattoo. So we tried a bunch of different stuff while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. And while the trope of Groundhog Day movies where it just keeps resetting and resetting and resetting yeah. was made popular by the Groundhog Day film. Yeah. Which was sort of a comedy in some ways. It was a dark... Uh, Groundhog Day was a dark comedy. This was a... As Wikipedia puts it, science fiction romantic comedy. Because <laughs> they give the science behind it. it they, they do. They actually tell you how it happens and why it happens, which I was blown away by. So I wrote a neat little synopsis where it's just a, pips, a pair of hipster nihilists dealing with, wedding day, <laughs> dealing with a wedding day in the desert over and over. The reality of their time loop consumes them, tests their wills, and attempts at defining and finding happiness. I forgot about the phrase hipster nihilist, and I have a new... Uh, goal in life to strive for. Thank you, Daniel. Oh, you're quite welcome. <laughs> I love that. But That's it so does good. it does Randall, have some good actors. Do you want, do you want to be a uh, hipster nihilist with me? Maybe. Yeah. Nice. Too sad. I want to be a. Can I be emo? Something emo. Emo. Uh, well, I'm thinking nihilist, like from Big Lebowski. I I, I believe in nothing. Oh, nothing. Yeah. I believe in nothing, Dan. Okay. Oh. All right. You 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 can do that if you want. Cool. But uh, so this film came out a few years ago. Uh, it is rated R for the language, and there is some sex scenes in it, but mm. nothing too graphic. Some drug use. And there is some definite drug use, and people getting ran over by cars over and over and over because they relive, they loop, and they remember mm. the same thing every day, what they did before. But you get to see Andy Samberg playing a different role. He's so often been like the the plucky good guy best pal character. Now he's just a broken man who's living the same day forever to the point where he, I think, forgets his job. He, he forgets what he know. did. For, yeah, he, he, he couldn't. He even vaguely remember remembers he, he has a dog. Yeah, it's a little sad. But you also get to meet Sarah, played by the actress Kristen Melotti. That sounds right, Melotti. That, that's probably <laughs> that's probably more right. <laughs> But she's delightful. Everyone's great. J.K. Simmons is in it for a little bit, so it's, you can't go wrong hey, with the cast. You shoot arrows at people. There's nothing wrong with that. And and say J.K. Simmons stuff like a bunch of foul language. Yes, and and he's wearing camo and face paint or face. Yeah, he's he's hardcore J.K. in this one. As far as pairing a beer, if you wanted to pair a beer they're drinking, fun bit of trivia: the beer they're drinking was invented for the film. We Dan noted it. We looked it up and. It's the uh, the phrase the word they use means to do again to repeat. Yes, it's a fun little in joke for uh, nerds like us who like to get every detail. Yeah, amazing. Like, oh, what are they drinking? And of course, they drink a lot of it over and over and over and over. Yeah. And over. Or do they only drink a little bit since it's just one day? Correct. How about this for some trivia? It holds the record for the biggest sale of a film at Sundance Film Festival. At seventeen million dollars five hundred seventeen million five hundred thousand dollars and sixty nine cents. Guess nice. how much? Beating out the previous record, sixty nine cents. <laughs> nice joke, guys. So they made it and then they sold it to distribution at Sundance. Sixty nine more cents for sixty nine more. And cents. it's it's an exclusive on Hulu, I think. I haven't seen it anywhere else, so good for I Hulu. Can't believe I guess? Disney would would allow that to happen. <laughs> oh, never. Yeah, there was going to be an Ant-Man scene, but they couldn't swing it. <laughs> Do we have favorite 
moments in this movie we want to talk about? Favorite scenes, favorite lines? If we're cool with language, I'm going to go ahead and just drop my absolute favorite scene. Towards the end, Sarah convinces Niles, uh, Andy Samberg's character, to stop for a cop. One thing leads to another, and a policeman, another policeman shows up and says, hey, hey, what's going on here? And she says, suck my dick, officer, bitch. <laughs> it's just all out of nowhere. She turns yeah. around, it's really aggressive oh. hand stance. Like, what oh. is going on? And then, of course, she like walks out into the highway in front of a truck. Yeah, yeah. Just, she's like, fuck this, I'm oh, out, man. and resets herself. The scene devolves really quickly, and I yes. really, really like it. Yeah. So if you die, and here's the thing, and he, they talk about this, if you die, you reset automatically to when you wake up that morning. Yeah. But if you end up being in a coma, and you're in a wake, because that scene, mm-hmm. Mr. Mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling gets hit, and he goes to the hospital, and they were afraid to let him sleep, so they kept him awake for a few days. Yeah. And and that was why he kind of stopped coming around. I'm not to right. spoil it, but he was like, that kind of taught me a lesson. <laughs> it's like, I don't need to be bitter. Mm-hmm. I'm really mm-hmm. mad, but I don't need to be mad, because yeah. that day was actually a really good day for him. We're going to have a segment on the show called Dan's Plot Spoiler Corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Go to your corner and spoil the movie. Yes. No, I like it. That's one of my I'm favorite scenes, actually. I think that was really cool how you could see that character change mm-hmm. and it just sort of turned the whole movie into something else, which is why I don't know if I liked this movie because it, it started out really strong, but then sort of fizzled at the end. Anybody yeah. else agree? Yes. Agreed? I thought it was great the whole way through. I, oh, I'm man. in the minority here. I enjoyed it from start to finish. I enjoyed it again. I was like, I would watch this a third time. Mm-hmm. So here's the not plot spoiler question I have is how did grandma know? Oh, yeah. Because she seemed <clears throat> to know something was up. Okay, so there was characters in this movie by the end. You feel like they were in on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't the only ones in the loop, maybe? Yeah. Maybe it's a dash of a, 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 a godlike figure. Amongst this science. It, it felt that way. Because she said, oh, that was one of the best speeches he ever gave to, you know, Adam Sandler's character. And mm. then when... Adam Sandler. <laughs> Dude's name is Niles. No. Not Adam Sandler. I know it's Adam Sandler. Oh, wow. I missed that. <laughs> I'm just messing with it. I didn't catch it. He didn't even catch it. That's so awesome. That's amazing. You didn't catch that. Okay. Um. So what was he saying? <laughs> the speech that he gave to set off why she then follows him out to the desert and then yeah. gets sucked into the loop. Yep. She ends up giving a real similar speech and then telling the sister, yeah, I'm screwing your now husband and, you know, I don't care. Well, more so that she felt terrible and she wants to change as a person. Correct. And I think that allowed her then to become free and learn physics and quantum physics and time travel and be able to describe the trap that they're in and how to perhaps get out of it. I want to know what happened to the damn goat. What happened to the goat? That's, they that's they the put sequel. it in. They blow it up. Oh shit! That, that's called Randall's a... plot spoiler corner. Yeah. They blow up a goat, folks. They do. Not not the goat. A goat. Some <laughs> not, goat. Not not the greatest of all time. They know who the goat is though, because they're around. They know. They learn everyone's name, everyone's history. Yeah. And yeah. and Mr. Sandberg even says, "Yeah, I even screwed your dad. I pretty much have had sex with everybody." <laughs> Oh, too much information. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna if we're gonna spoil it, let's spoil <laughs> it. Okay. What else is there to say about this movie? It's okay. If it's if you okay. want to just have a yeah. date night kind of movie, yeah, it's kind it's of a okay. date night movie. Because you're kind of yeah. like, oh yeah, you irritate the hell out of me too, just like he irritates the hell out of her. It felt like you know this would be an assignment I would give to students. Okay, mm-hmm. students rewrite a time travel, you know, Groundhog Day movie, um, and this felt like the best of that group. 
yeah. of like 11th graders mm. <laughs> writing yes. scripts. Today is yesterday. Yesterday was today and tomorrow will be today. Oh, I would say so nice. if you're trying to convince a, a loved one or a friend of yours to get into romantic comedies, this is a decent kind of stepping stone in that direction. It's a yeah. little romantic, but it's a lot of like swearing and loudness. It's like if you want to use bridesmaids to get them used to female comedians because they're misogynist. It's a nice little stepping stone towards a genre I like. There's not a lot of good romantic comedies, but I like them. Cool. This film was 90 minutes for a reason because any shorter and it wouldn't have been a film. And so I, I feel like they could have chopped 30 minutes from this film and it would have been just a short, just a short and probably more enjoyable. I agree. I do want to see it as a short though. They stretched it. The middle stretched yes. really yeah, hard. Exactly. Just relooping yeah. like them having fun. Uh, let's go hang out in this house. We and get let's, it. Let's Happens drive as far down the again. desert as we can. Let's go to Mexico and stay up using speed. It's like, really? I mean, you guys, is the writing so hard that you can't come up with something for them better to do than that? I mean, I guess you'd get bored mm-hmm. after a while, but I would say, well, let's figure out how to get the hell out. And that's what she ends up doing. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe, maybe there's an earlier cut where there's a lot more science. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Science is good. Okay. Blake, do you have commercials? Uh, we got one sent in from, uh, it's called Blake Code Time Co. Industries. <clears throat> Welcome to Palm Springs, a city in the Sonoran Desert noted for many fine examples of mid-century modern architecture as a core shopping district. Welcome to Palm Springs, a city in the Sonoran Desert su- uh, of Southern California. You can dr- drive along Palm Canyon Drive and find their uh, featured vintage boutiques and interior design shops. Welcome to Palm Springs, the city in the Sonoran Desert of Southern California. It's known for its hot springs, stylish hotels, golf courses, spots. Oh my God, will this please end? Hey, mister, why is that rock glowing red? Kid, you, uh, you help me get out of... Welcome to Palm Springs, the city in the Sonoran Desert of Southern California, known for its hot springs, stylish hotels, golf courses, and spots. I gotta get out of here. Hey, mister, why is that rock glowing red? I, kid, here, here's a pack of dynamite. Let's get out of here. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody, and hanging out with us. This is a moving beer coming back at you, talking about Palm Springs. And now we're talking about the beers we drank at Palm Springs. We did. We, we had actually a bunch of different ones and then we picked the ones that we liked the most and actually one of them was a hard kombucha 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 <laughs> i like randall's best <laughs> we we each each the I, three of us picked the one that we preferred mm-hmm, the most mm-hmm. um i randall do you want to talk about that hard kombucha because it was interesting. uh the hard kombucha was weird it had charcoal in it which i thought was interesting yeah, that's and, right um it kind of tasted like a there was like a lime flavor to it. Yep. So I went to the local New Seasons and I said, I'm just going to grab three random things for this movie that looked fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was one of them. So it was uh, called Midnight Painkiller from June Shine Hard Kombucha. Cool name. And they, they're distributed all over. Uh, not a very hard thing to find if you're out here on the northwest side of the country. Uh, 6% ABV. The label called it a tiki cocktail with pineapple, coconut, orange, activated charcoal, and nutmeg. So... I got a lot of hit more of the pineapple, but for me, it was kind of the orange, old orange peel, kind of really rotted flavor that I don't like with kombucha. That's not see, I got more of a the just general citrus. I think I had no idea nutmeg was in it till just now when you said it. Yeah, it's I, probably a. Small I liked it okay. I'd probably have it again. Yeah, I really appreciated that the can 
had printing on mm-hmm. uh, right side up and upside down. And so it like mirrored the top and the bottom. Oh, yeah. Because so, you're supposed to shake it or you're supposed to tip it over. And so I think it went really well with the film because that, you know, it, it symbolically feels appropriate. It was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What else did we have? Blake, do you want to go next? The Egg Chasers Golden IPA from Away Days. The Golden IPA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 6.7%, that was, 25 IBU. The, what the key takeaway from that was, I think we've talked about one of my top favorite beers of all time, the Orange Whip, on here before. If you don't remember that, based on Blues Brothers, IPA doesn't taste like it. Blue, this has a lot of the same... Blues who? <laughs> Blues Clues. <laughs> Similar in the fact that you drank it, it didn't taste like an IPA, which can be dangerous, but considering how piney and heavy ipas can be this is a nice change of pace this yeah. was uh it, it was light like the movie was it you know everything despite the nihilistic crushing that we'll never have a new day it was a nice location so this one uses a, a hop that i've actually not had very much exposure to called harlequin hops and it gives aromas of watermelon lychee cucumber lemon zest and stuff like that really yeah i got the tropical cra- citrusy kind of hit i got that lemon zest for sure but then, because they were using an English malt balance, uh, English malt kind of away day brewing, they just, they're here in Portland. They're down in southeast off of Hawthorne and 10th-ish. Uh, smaller, little independent brewery. They, they tend to make British-style and English-style beers. And so this one is an English golden ale. So it's going to have more of that not cracker bready, but just thinner toasted bready. Yeah, I do like a thinner toasted bready. I love thin thin like toast. Biscuit dough mm. kind toast. of thing. No, Texas toast? No, thank you. Nope. Thin so, bread toast, please. Yeah. I mean, I, I got a little bit of straw and honey off of it as well as the citrus, but the straw and the honey kind of helped mm. support the back. It made a little sweet hit. And I, I it was actually a really, really nice beer. I liked it as well. It was tasty. I mean, it was good, but I'm curious about Dan's beer. It might. I think it was the one from New Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Randall yeah thank you, that. Randall. Such a great selection. Yeah. Randall brought that one from New Seasons. The beer that I picked... I have a variety pack of New Belgium Brewing, and they have variations on their different Voodoo Ranger IPA. And the one I picked is the 1985, which we've talked about before, but a different year version of it from like a year and a half ago. This version was like a New England style, super juicy mango, really sweet. It's a it's a hazy, but it, it doesn't have, it's just dry, tropical juice. It's not as bitter as some of them are. And the body's a little bit lighter, and mm-hmm, it, it, mm-hmm. it's only like 6.7%, so it's not a super strong beer. And it goes down really super easy. And the other one that I had also was the Summer Bliss, which is the same thing, but more tr- but more coconut. Tropical wheat. So, it, which is a wheat beer. So there's this weird kind of like both of those beers taste real similar to me, but one has a little bit of coconut and the other doesn't. I want a beer with dark matter. As soon as they discovered dark matter, I want a beer with dark so, matter. So the they're just thing, putting anything in beer season. Coconut, mango, there's, honey, there's licorice. Actually, put it all in there. There's actually Who cares? A, a porter out in the garage fridge called Dark Matter and it's oh, a, really? and it's a raspberry porter. Oh my all gosh. Right, all right, real quick, is it That's called where, or it has? No, it's called dark matter. It doesn't I know I'm on the same boat. I want to drink dark matter. Correct. Yeah. Oh my I want my insides to get inverted out into nothingness into space yeah, and then I sense. expand for a million years. I'd watch that movie. So we were all really, really enjoying these beers. I, I think we did Beautiful. a good job in selecting the ones that we liked. 
I would recommend if you're going to watch this film, pick something light and summery for it yeah. because yeah. it takes place in summer and it's a hot desert mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. In the movie, and and it's like just enjoy something that you're drinking. It, it doesn't have to be super strong and crazy. It can just have a nice tropical flavor because they wear the dude wears board shorts and a hawaiian shirt throughout the whole film yeah it was weird seeing him in a tux at one point uh i next time i watch this i'm gonna try a cider i'll let you guys know how that how that works out nice i love that okay so i think do we want to do a quick beer name rename game let's nominate the best beer what was the best beer of this episode i'm voting the the egg chaser I gotta go yes. Egg Chaser. Yeah, I let's think not just have bias because yeah. this is a fun name, but let's replace it's it. It's a really fun name. Okay, so let's give that an honorary movie in a beer, <laughs> beer name game. Okay, so uh, there's some really keywords are gnarly keywords. <laughs> yeah, there's some really interesting keywords in this. So what we do is we go to IMDb. You go to the film or the TV show that you're looking, and there is near the top there'll be a little section that has some keywords and then a number, and you click on that and you'll get a list of keywords that have been submitted by people who are members of IMDb, mainly the public. And they're rated on relevance based on how many times people have said, yes, that's relevant. And there's a lot of really interesting ones that have been submitted by the general public. And these are obviously not child safe because most of these aren't. Given this movie. Yes. Official instructions will be in the show notes at movieandbeer.com. Yes. So we're going to take turns picking out a couple of, of these keywords and rename the beer, uh, okay. the away days. Okay. Uh, final scan. Who's going to go first? So let's say, uh, Blake, you've had a chance to look. What would you rename the egg chasers for this movie? I'm seeing a lot of good choices, but the first one that popped in my head, I got to stick with. I don't think it's the best, but I got to say it. Arrow in the back. Ooh. It's that happened good, in the film. That was It's a good beer name. I don't know if it's the best one for this beer, but yeah, Arrow on the back is going to be my vote. Okay, okay. Uh, I've been looking at the list for a second, and oh my gosh, there are literally so many words. I would say, uh, da, 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 um, hit by a car manhunt. Yeah, uh, no. It feels more portery. Yeah, that's true. Porter okay. or a, or like the the piniest IPA you could possibly get. What, so, you know, it's funny. Some of these movies have like three keywords, and they've mm-hmm. been around for forty years. Yeah, and you get a new movie that's out for less than a year, and there's four hundred. Is there four hundred? There's a lot. This is a huge list. Four hundred and twenty-five. Yeah. So a lot of people have submitted words for this, and there's there's Look, like in somewhat oh, alphabetical no nope. it is kind of yeah. aimed at my uh, eight, at my generation yeah totally this game is Late. amazing but too many words we need to prepare it in advance next time I, dan you got one yes because they were near each other on the list and i've already said it once nihilist truck oh. ooh nihilist truck it sounds latin nihilist truck or an emperor an ancient roman emperor nihilist truck <laughs> That's oh, that's man. my go. That's the, Dang, you just passed it up. Really yeah, good. that's my go. Nihilist, nihilism, uh, nihilist man. I mean, there there's a bunch of versions on it, but I was like nihilist and truck. Okay, well, shoot, uh, you win. I gotta you, say, yeah, Dan wins. That that's really really good. And I'm not just saying that because we gotta wrap this episode up, but we have <laughs> one more to record after this, so we gotta wrap it up. Thanks again, everybody, for hanging out and joining us today. Uh, we really really enjoyed the film in parts. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think. Blake's full thumb up. You know what Blake's going to do. Yeah, Blake likes it. I'm kind of in the mid. And again, the beers we tried, if you haven't had any of them, give them a try. They're really good, solid beers. And kombucha, I'm not a big fan of it because of the funk, but, you know, hey, there's variants on it. So I'm sure that there is one out there for everyone. 
As we usually say, those opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts, and you should hydrate. Or dehydrate. 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 There's always more kombucha in the sea. There is. Maybe? <laughs> it just keeps showing up. We don't know why. It just keeps showing up. That, that ship fell over and it was full of kombucha. Yeah, it did. Hey, guys, you want to record an episode of Movie and a Beer? Oh, wait. Did we just do that? Oh, my God. Am I stuck in a loop? Shit. Hey, a goat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Take care.